0: welcome to the pints and polishing podcast the most informational educational and entertaining podcast for auto detailers welcome to the community Welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. You can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions. If you're on TikTok, find me at Detail Supply App. Best way to get in touch, 918-800-1188. Join today with Nick from Vegas Rides. You can find him at Vegas.Rides on most platforms. If you want to reach out to him, the best way is Nick at VegasRides.com. And I am enjoying today the Mosca mule Uh, i've had this before uh grateful for ska brewing sending it over and uh it's an ale with ginger and lime do you have any good beers this weekend nick did you drink any beers uh
1: actually just a couple uh you know we we had great weather here it was like only 75 degrees here so it's kind of like the last last hope of it not being you know 90s hundreds etc here so Actually, just had a uh, couple Michelob Ultra's about a pool, and that's it. Yeah, not, not a ton, just a few.
0: Yeah, well, you know, sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't
1: drink. I don't drink all the fancy stuff. Some of us, you know, look, uh, we just don't have the kind of money for that IPA six pack for forty dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but did you at least go with the lime?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, all right, good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I,
1: I'm a big lime guy. Well, you yeah. know, yeah, I, I, you know, many people might not know this. I'm without a refrigerator, you know, we're part of a class action lawsuit on a, my refrigerator right now. So the repairman will be here tomorrow. So it's been a rough week.
0: So the repairman will show up to do the repairs this time?
1: Supposedly. I don't know. So we had to to improvise and, you know, many business owners can relate. It just comes at the most inopportune times.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, such as trying to load uh, big drums of chemical up onto a loading truck, but uh, you didn't get one with a... Uh, you know, one Lift of those gate. little self, uh, self do it yourselfers. So you, you try and shoving things up a big ramp, you know, I, I totally <laughs> get it, man. I totally get it. just didn't always well, here's go a, exactly. You know, w-
1: we do want to share, man, we are moving, right? Like it's just a cool time, it, you know, and I know we don't get to do this very often, but we're upgrading, you know, we're moving into a bigger facility. We are growing and it's an exciting time. So it, we should share that with people. I know you are on Instagram stories and things like that, but here on the podcast i want everybody to know like we're making a huge step it's a huge investment we we're doing it with the hopes of it gives us a space to grow the way we want to so uh, marty's really kind of taking the brunt of it over there by uh working with the moving crews and and some of the team behind the scenes but it's it's never easy
0: man uh it's not right i mean moving anything's never easy we're taking our time you know we're trying to play it safe we we squished a couple of fingers but overall we're doing okay we're doing okay awesome yeah yeah uh so i also got to drink a couple good beers had uh the blue moon uh i'm a blue moon fan and when i see that blue moon mango i grab it every time and well saw it at the liquor store and whoo i love that blue moon mango man it's it's good (laughs) stuff it's good stuff uh all right so we want to dive in today and talking about overall right overall car care our detailers you know do we in the detailing world we consider ourselves an industry, I think, right? There's a lot of us that feel, and we, we've put ourselves and we've narrowed us down to now we're our own industry and we do things our own way, right? And, and we even have groups that try and you know, dictate and try and help lead or you know, help you know, make things that they feel is the right way for the overall industry. And they're, you know, they're the, the ones that will address us, and right? I mean, there's, there is that, right? But let's take a little moment Right. Let's take a little breath. Let's take a little step back and let's think are detailers in our own industry or are we a part of an overall bigger industry? And are we actually, when we say that we're niche, does that make us so small that we're really not impactful for the overall industry? Or should we start really understanding our niche and how we could greatly impact the overall industry? So, how do you define, Nick? How do you define car care, right? I, I mean, is that something that we're in? Because, you know, there's, there's a lot of cars on the road.
1: Yeah. Yeah, car care is an interesting, you know, you're right. Detailing has tried to separate itself and try to say we're this and we're that. And we're not this and we're not that. And that, that's cool. I'm glad people do that. I tend to look at it as we're part of a very big industry and the industry is car care. What is in car care? PDR is in car care as an example. Very few detailers do PDR themselves, but they may hire out PDR. They may know PDR people. You got dealerships, whether we like it or not, they're in car care. Car washes are in car care. We may not agree with what they do. We may bash what they do online, but they're part of this overall thought process from the consumer. Remember, the consumer is the one identifying everything. And the way the consumer sees things is, detailers, car washes, dealerships, uh, wheel repair, all of these things are associated in some way. Like we are, detailing is separate from those things, but we're also a part of this overall business, so to speak, that all of these people that deal in the aesthetics of making cars look better to their best ability. Now, a $10 car wash is not going to look make the car look as great as a $500 a detail. We all know that, but it doesn't matter to the customer. The customer still sees it as car care. And so breaking us down and trying to, to trying to alienate us from the car care industry, I think I, I don't agree with because we're all a part of it in some way. And I think we could actually benefit if we looked at it a little bit differently.
0: So would we... You know, because there's a lot of detailers that will post about, you know, stop going to car washes and they'll show, you know, how car washes damage or they'll, you know, we all know, right? I mean, I have customers that we put stuff inside their car when they go to the dealership to let the dealership know, please do not wash the car. Right. So there's, there's definite inside detailing. When we look at others in the industry, we look at the way all well, the negatives, right? How bad things Is that, do you think that's beneficial for us as detailers and for the industry or not?
1: No, I I mean, we've kind of covered this topic before. I I don't enjoy seeing our industry bashing dealership detailers. Or segment
0: of the industry, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, our segment. Because here's the way I look at it. If you're bashing it, shouldn't that be a business opportunity? Isn't that what it should be? You should be looking at it and saying, okay, they're doing subpar work. Why don't I go sell better work to that dealership? Instead, guys get online and they just pipe, they just they just go off on it every day, all day, every day. Can you believe this dealership did this? Can you believe this car wash did that? Hey, man, it's still part of this overall global idea of car care. Okay, the customer dictates what is going on in the world of business not us we don't get to just say hey we're not part of that the customer's telling you you're in the car care business all right and let's so define how do that. We do that
0: yeah let's define that a little bit right let's break that down when we say the customer right let's let's dumb this down right who's yeah. the customer it's joe bob driving down the street
1: yep and it doesn't right? matter what kind of car right from bentleys to ferraris to hondas to toyotas to fords there's several hundred million cars on the road and the detailing industry needs to get a very large piece of that couple hundred million cars. Instead, we've kind of started to alienate ourselves and say, hey, we only do this kind of work and that kind of work. And I don't deal with that kind of customer, but guess what everybody else in the car care business is doing? Hey, we'll find a way to make a buck. We'll find a way to fit you in. We'll find a way to do business with you. I think that's been the mistake a little bit, right? Like no industry is perfect. We have the same flaws as any other industry. We're trying to figure it out or, or segment of the industry. We're trying to figure it out. But the car care business is really, really trying to find ways to do more with customers where the detailer is trying to find ways to do less. And so I think in that way, we need to understand that there's a big divide there.
0: So when we say that, you know, I, cause and I say we because I agree. Um, there's there's a lot of niching that I felt over the years didn't really seem beneficial for the overall growth of a detailer. Right? Like, doesn't matter if I'm going to be mobile or have a shop. Whichever setting I find myself, or whichever direction I wanted to take my business, what I need is to grow, and not shrink away. Seeing people post, and it's funny because I'll have customers, and you know I've people here that will make fun of, you know, that I actually have customers that will wash their own cars before they bring them here for me to detail. Right. And it does happen. Right. And it's kind of funny, but to see people, which we talked about, and we've said it before, there's detailers that have actually made posts that said, if you do not wash your car before you bring it to me, I will not detail it. If you don't do X, Y, and Z, then I will not perform my services to you. And, and is a closure right it is a closing down into what people when you when you're niche right you want to be niche and i get it so for those of you that that want a super niche business and that might be great that's what you want to do for everybody else that wants to grow um i think this is where we're talking about how do a, how does a detailer Take a look at overall what's going on in the car care industry and see how we can be a part of it instead of secluding away from it. And what we mean by overall car care industry is just that same example. When Joe Bob wants something done with his car, who's he going to go see? Is he going to go see you or is he going to go see the car wash? Is he going to go to the dealership or is he going to come to the detail shop? So... Who's involved? Right? We've already mentioned a couple of them. PDRs involved. Is Window 10 involved?
1: Yeah. It's aesthetic. Yeah.
0: It's aesthetic. All right. Ceramic coatings.
1: Yeah. It's what
0: all about involved. scrubbing carpets?
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. What about uh, scratch repair? Yeah. Oil change.
1: Uh in a way but no i mean in a way we're talking about the aesthetic part of car care but yeah i mean uh, car care can you know engine car care all that yeah so i mean you could lump it in sure
0: okay uh changing wheels yeah buying cars
1: wheel wheel, wheel and tire shop buying cars yeah
0: yeah i mean anything revolving around a vehicle yep is basically in a sense of what you i are going to say that somebody should or could maybe say could be involved in car care overall. Yep. And not niche down into only doing right. We'll get photos of, Hey, I did this and this and that's it. And I'm not doing anything else on the customer's car. Yep. Right. So and which that, is, which is more beneficial in your opinion?
1: Well, I think for me, one of the things that we're starting to see is, is guys always reach out to us and say, how can I grow my business? Right. That's the number one topic we get. That and team members are the two biggest topics. So this idea that people are trying to stay niche, does it happen? Sure. The vast majority of people that open a business want to make their business as big as they can. It's just a fact. So for me, one of the things that that I don't really understand is why would I want somebody to go to the dealership instead of work with me? Why would I want somebody to go to the car wash instead of working with me? Why would I want all of these different things to happen and go outside of my business to these other people. Now, look, I don't change oil on on a customer's car or anything like that, but I think we can learn from those industries, right? If you look at the oil change business, mechanics didn't want to change oil. They thought they were above it. That's originally how Jiffy Lube started because mechanics, hey, if I'm not changing an engine out, I, I don't want to deal with it. If I'm not, you know, taking your radiator out or doing a carburetor or whatever back in the day, I don't want a part of it. So what happened? Mechanics lost all of that work and it went to a place called Jiffy Lube. And now that's a multi-billion dollar company and industry in itself. And so what happened is mechanics thinking they were better than than that lost out on all this business opportunity. And I kind of see the same thing happening in detailing now. I'm above this, so I'm not going to do that. I'm above that. I'm not going to do that. Okay. But that person goes somewhere else for the service. So why not offer an elevated service, have them come into your business and do more business with your customers more often. And so that's kind of the state of things is the car care business is trying to get people to visit more. Marty, you've have friends and and people, you know, in the dealership world, what's their whole thing? How can I get people into the dealership more often? Okay. That's the whole problem they're trying to solve in the car world. Yet detailers are taking this approach of, let me put a coating on, see you next year, seven years. And some people lifetime now, seven years, I'll see you in seven years, I'll see you in five years. You know, most people are offering at least an annual ceramic coating maintenance so let's say you're seeing a customer once a year while everybody else in the car care business is doing what? How do I see you more? This is the, the strange place. You know, this is kind of the state of the union of the car care business. We're, t- we're calling it today. What we're really trying to ask is if everybody else in our segment of the auto business is trying to get people to visit more, why is the detailer trying to get people to visit less? Seems like an odd thing to do.
0: And when somebody goes and sees somebody else more than you, does that create an opportunity for that other business to offer a similar service to what you offer? Now, detailers will bitch and moan, right? Bitch. And moan. I heard it years ago when I started posting photos of being at car wash conventions and saying, Hey guys, y'all think that ceramic coatings is just going to stay with us. Look, I'm saying it now, and I've said it in the past. Look, here's a photo of an arch where somebody's gonna go through and it's gonna get put down ceramic coating on their vehicle through a car wash. Now, you can say to that customer, it's not a ceramic coating, but that guy that went and paid his $20 to him, it's a coating and it looks shiny and it puts a protection down. So if he can go through every two weeks for 20 bucks, so that's 40 bucks a month, and his car's shiny and protected versus four grand versus 2,500, which way, right? Which offering are you gonna let somebody go and run away to and not stay in your business, right? Like that's the overall premise that's always been concerned for me. So for me, when I was a mobile detailer and we still offer a mobile detailing service, but when I was running it full time, 2002, three, and four, full cruise out bust, and tail, well, I've been down one time and I went, Oh, I don't know if I can do this. So I didn't go away from cleaning cars. I went into how do I clean more cars faster, better, easier, service more customers? That was through a car wash. I never even thought against it. I didn't know that I was supposed to think against it. Right. I mean, no. I didn't know it was an oxymoron for a detailer to go in and, and operate and own a car wash.
1: But you didn't, you didn't get caught up in, and this is what I think is important to take from your statement. How many guys are just caught up in the optics? They just, they just see what other people post, and then they think they should follow along. Instead of thinking of the big picture of, okay, look, I don't own a car wash. I, I know the kind of damage a car wash can inflict. So do you. I have that knowledge, but I also have the knowledge that there's a group of people, 90-plus percent of car owners, that I need to find a way to do business with because there are good people that need their car cared for that may not need or want a $2,500 package of detailing. But there is in between. There is a way for me to get into their life and make them a good customer of mine and teach them about my, my business and do so in a way that benefits them so they see it as a win and I get a win as well. And the state of detailing today, and this is a real conversation that I think a lot of people are having, chemical companies are having it, everybody's having it, except for the detailing industry, it seems, which is people taking care of their cars, we want the enthusiasts to take care of their cars, and so detailers will start like dabbling in chemicals a little bit, not really though, and then where does it leave the pro? The pro is almost like replacing themselves. Instead of asking, how can we do more business? How can we do more volume? How can we be more involved in someone's life? We seem to be running the opposite direction. And no one else in the car business is doing that. The richest companies in the car business as a whole are trying to find ways to do business with people more often. Because Amazon doesn't want you to buy products one time a month. They want you to buy products every single day, multiple times a day. That's why they make it so easy. Yet detailing is, let me put this coating on. I'll never see you again, or I'll see you in five years, or I'll see you annually. Risky business. And I think that's why we're having the conversation. And again, this isn't about business advice. It's just conversations we come across that we want to have out in the open because it's really strange to have a business philosophy of not seeing your customers more, seeing your customers less. It, it doesn't benefit.
0: Yeah, I would say there's there's actually there's no opinions more or less, we're more just dissecting the overall industry and what we're seeing is happening. Yeah, we're not suggesting somebody do or don't do something. It's more of, hey, here's what we're seeing in the overall car care industry and what's. So let me ask you, Nick. I mean, where do detailers fit into the car care industry?
1: Right. I mean, I've 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 always thought the same thing. My whole business plan and my whole business philosophy is I want to take over somebody's entire car ownership life. I want to help them buy a car. I want to help them sell a car, lease a car, turn in a lease. I want to help pre-purchase inspections on collector cars. I want to be in every aspect. I want to maintain their car. I want to do restoration work on their car. I want to do everything. I don't want my customer touching the car. That's my philosophy. And my philosophy worked out. We're doing massive volume. We got tons of customers. None of my customers touch their car. My customers text me constantly. Before our conversation today, on average, my customers tech, text me between five and 10 times a month. My, my average, throughout my whole customer base, I hear between five and 10 times a month from them. Most detailers don't hear that many in a year. I hear that every month from my customer base. Now, doesn't mean I go see them. Doesn't mean that they ha- they're inconvenienced. Do you know how text is now? It's easy for people to interact on. So here would be my question. If you are going the opposite direction, what does that mean for your business long-term? I always just wanted to take over their entire car life. And that was my sales pitch to everybody. I'll help you do whatever you got to do with your cars to have a better car experience on your end. And it's worked out. And that's been the most important thing for me. I'm not saying my philosophy is correct. I'm saying my philosophy makes more economical sense as a business owner than seeing people once in a while. That that doesn't no other business on the face of the earth is trying to see their client less. None. There doesn't exist.
0: It is interesting, right? And you know, we've beat this dead horse. I personally have beaten the dead horse and will continue to beat the fucking horse. I don't care how dead it is. The idea that I'm going to coat somebody's car for five years and never see him again. And that's how I'm going to build my business. I've always thought absolutely insane. So 2016, 17, when we started getting into coatings, like, and started hearing that from somebody who wants to move from detailing to car washing to where we're seeing that customer once a week, at least, right? If In not car more. washing, you you actually, you try and see them even more, right? Yeah. Just,
1: yeah I know car wash owners that are, are trying to solve this problem. Now they're trying to see people two and three times a week. Yeah. I mean, the, the, everyone in the car business is doing the exact opposite of detailers. Everybody. I mean, even car dealerships where it doesn't make sense for the customer to be there all the time. They are trying to get the customer there once a month. You buy a car once every three and a half to four years. They're trying to find a way to get you on the property every month. Think about what I just said. Their business model doesn't even lend itself getting you on the property every month but there are dealerships that are trying to solve that issue and we are trying to say as an industry see you later it's a strange thing
0: it's very strange and when when we look at it uh and we see overall projections right and i think this is a big part of personally why i wanted to have this discussion i know we talked back and forth there's some different reasons For me, because I I continue to look over and as, you know, as I continue to take another week, another month, you know, still surviving, still going, still kicking, still growing, still prospering, still moving, but still digging in, right? It's a tough business. Doesn't matter what business. Usually business is tough. You you generally don't go every day and go, boy, that was fucking awesome. You know, 365 days a year. It just doesn't happen, right? There's always something. So how does someone who I'm going to have, if I'm going to do all this, right, create a community, have all these people come in, all the messages you get, the messages I get, lead, you know, meeting everybody at expos and, and, and doing all the different things that we've done over the past years to come to this point to where we're going to move and we're progressing and we're moving even further, not just moving our location, but, but we're moving our business forward the best that we know that we possibly can. And so as I'm looking at that and seeing the weeks go by, the days go by, I go, how do people that are in community, how do people that are getting into the detailing business, how do they survive for 20 years? How do they survive for five years? How could they wake up when they're 43 and look back at where they've gone in their journey and not only still be there, but prospering because I am thankful a lot of times to just simply be in business. You know, there's, there's few yeah. people that get to wake up every day and own a business.
1: Yeah. So we automatically, for sure.
0: yeah, we automatically count our blessings that hell yeah, today we get to do it. Yep. But how do we continue to do it and continue to grow? And that's overall, I think if, if, if I'm looking at this topic and I'm talking to the, the people that are listening that are wondering, like I wondered when I bent down to see if I could clean that lower part of that rocker panel, I felt a tweak in my back. And I went, Hmm, am I going to be able to do this the rest of my life? How do you get to do something that you really love the rest of your life? If you get to do that, yeah. you get to do
1: it. I, I think it's one word volume. This is, this is the, you'll hear it somewhere else after this, just so everybody's prepared. But, uh, Here's what the detailing industry doesn't talk about. And it's the word volume. What you have to solve as a business, it doesn't matter if you're Amazon, doesn't matter if you're Apple, doesn't matter if you're Joe's detailing. How do you get volume into your business? Because volume allows you to grow. Without volume, you're stuck in the garage doing it yourself, or you're stuck doing it mobily, or you're stuck in your shop. And we hear guy after guy after guy that feels trapped by their business. Let's just be frank. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing we deal with. Guys just feel trapped. But they never solve the volume part of their business. They'd rather chase some rabbit that doesn't get more cars into their shop, that doesn't get more cars into their mobile business. And they'd rather keep chasing this dream of, well, if I add this, or if I do this service, or if I sell this chemical, this is going to change my life. No, what's going to change your life is Going from touching five cars a week to 10 cars a week, 10 cars a week to 20, to 40, to 100, to 500, to 600, to 1,000. That's where life has changed. And I don't think the detailing industry really does a very good job of explaining nothing changes until you get massive volume into your business. Nothing. You're still going to be trapped. You're still going to struggle to hire because we all know that business is the toughest when you it's like you and one person or you and two people. When you get to five people, seven people, 10 people, 20 people, you become more insulated as a business owner. It's actually the hardest on guys that are hiring one or two people. So think to yourself, how can I hire 10, 20, 50, a hundred? Because then, you know, you have Rob on all the time. Who's got over a hundred team members. He's very insulated from ever having to detail a car. Doesn't mean he can't pitch in. I'm sure he does at times, but he's, he doesn't wake up having to detail. I don't wake up having to detail. My team details. I can go weeks and months and years if I want, never detailing a car. Now it doesn't, that's not what I do. I I jump in, make sure I keep my skills tight, make sure I'm with my guys that they know it's a team because it is a team. But here's the crazy thing. Nobody in this industry ever talks about volume. You have got to move volume in your business to change your business. Or you got to charge somebody $100,000 a month to take care of their collection, (laughs) one or the other. But you got to move volume through your business. And I can't imagine all these small little moves I watch detailers make. I'm going to sell detail spray to my customer. Okay. Does that really move the needle? Because you got to sell like a 1,000 of them a month to make any money that matters. You have seven clients. Why are you going down this road now? It is things that I wish... We had some better better information, and we try to give better information here. So, in all fairness, but we just have a lot of really silly information where it's like, "Hey, man, solve the volume problem before you go trying to solve and be a chemical maven or or you know be a wheel and tire expert or or whatever." Right? Solve getting volume into your detailing business, and then go about doing other things. And that's what I I see is. The one core issue we don't talk about in this industry is volume. And we have a volume problem across this industry.
0: So you, you did mention, which is interesting, that there's no doubt it is uh, something that is happening, right? So like I said earlier, understanding and seeing what's going on in car care helps us begin to navigate and guide and direct where we see as detailers to guide and direct our business. It is a thing, right? We have had, multiple people on episodes as well as seeing posts about it. Listen, I'm thankful. I'm a detailer. You're a detailer. We sell products, right? Mark from firehouse, Justin Lobato. They have, you know, distribution companies, right there. We have, I've been a distributor for 10 plus years, right? So there's, there's detailers that see the need and have the ability to begin to sell products. Well, but it is becoming a bit more of a thing now in the overall industry for uh, for the pros to begin to service not only customers with you know professional services, but then to also sell them the product in case they don't want to come back and use their services. Yep. It's a very interesting thing, right? we We haven't seen that really before in the industry. It's a new thing over the past what, six months.
1: It's, you know, it's really hyped up over the last six months, but we it's been a couple years where we've seen the dabbling. Dabbling. We, we, you know,
0: but but now it it's, past, it's really,
1: right? yeah, it's heated up for sure, 100%. So, so
0: Corona, right? The sure. spike, yeah. right? The spike of how many people are at home cleaning their own cars? Yeah. The spike of our industry of, you know, people getting their cars more clean, but then detailers being booked out for so long that they can't get their cars clean. And so, well, maybe the new answer... Right. We we've, we've heard it. We have a guest that's that's on a uh, on a regular episode where Masterson's right. He's got a line of car care for enthusiasts and he talks about how the detailers are really kind of being pushed out of the industry and that the main overall goal in his sense is service those people.
1: Yeah. Direct right? to the consumer the as that- a model is 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 something that every company's trying to figure out.
0: It is right. So where do detailers fit in? Is that something that detailers should go and try and take a part of also? Because that is car care industry. And yeah. so it, you know, in your opinion, because you're now right, you're a detailer yep. that now owns part of a a, so, a a brand of so do you do you go out and try and sell products to your customers? Is that a no, thing my,
1: to- my detailing customers? My idea, and this is why I, I'll never push a detailer to halfway do chemicals. It's a b- very big difference of taking six figures and putting it on a line in a chemical business and dabbling in chemicals. Two totally different things, right? Running a million dollar chemical business and dabbling in selling detail spray to my customers, two totally different things. Let's make sure we understand that, right? The second part of it is, I don't want my customers touching their car. I don't want it. And I know everybody listening to this is going to say, well, I know I got this car guy and I got this car gal and they want to touch their car. Yep. I got them all too. I got guys to go to car shows with their C10 Chevy that they paid six figures to have restored. I got them all. Mm -hmm. And guess what? My role as a business owner is to talk them into using me to do everything and use my services to make their car look as good as it can look. And guess what I did? I don't have a single customer touching their car. I can't understand the philosophy. This whole idea that, hey, if I, if I don't sell them this chemical, then they're going to go somewhere else and buy a chemical. And I don't know if they're going to do it right. Why are they given that opportunity? All I see is money going out of your business. I handle their entire car experience. Now, that's a business. This, they're going to go do something on their own would make me furious. Now they may still do it, but I'm going to work my ass off to talk them into doing things my way because that's what business owners do. You don't need an iPhone, Marty. You can get by calling people, texting people on a flip phone. You know what Steve Jobs told you? I got a better way. So what'd you do? You paid $1,200 for that phone in your pocket. What'd he do? He sold you that you needed something how many detailers and, and, and people out there that love this industry aren't explaining it's your job to take over their car ownership life and make their life easier with solutions and those solutions bring you profit and money. I get paid to spec cars. I get paid to buy and sell cars for customers. I get paid to, to handle their lease uh, stuff. I get paid to do pre-purchase inspections. I get paid to polish their car, maintain their car, put a ceramic coating on their car. Then after I had all that dialed in, I bought into a chemical company. I was already making all the money I could make off of all the customers that I had. I had maxed out where I could go. And that took 23 years. So when I see guys selling detail spray thinking that's going to change their business, correct, you know, call me crazy. I don't see that making five bucks on a, on a bottle of detail spray is going to change your business. Now, if you sell a thousand of them a month or 2000 or 5,000 a month, you're damn right. That's going to change your life. Now you're running a chemical business. It's a very big difference. And so, I don't sell the chemical. I own part of a chemical company. My customers don't even know about the chemical company. They don't use the chemicals. You want to know why? They don't have any car chemicals in their whole entire garage. And Marty, you've seen some of the garages I worked in. They could certainly afford to put whatever they wanted in their garage. Guess what? I've talked them out of it. Let me handle it. Let me be your solution. Why don't you enjoy driving your car? Enjoy going to the car show more. Enjoy your car more. It's amazing when you look at yourself as I'm a problem solver of problems they didn't even know they had. It's not that fun to take care of your car. You know, what's fun having me take care of your car and then just getting to drive it around and it's always looking cherry and you're always loving your life and it's always dialed in. So how many detailers I I hope hear this, hear what I'm saying is I want to be in control of their car life from top to bottom. So I don't sell detail spray for five bucks to make a quick, $5, 5 dollars it doesn't that doesn't change my business. All
0: right, I I look at it and I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction and go I say, "Hey, guys, go for it. Jump all in." Because that's what I did. I tried to figure it out. I tried to figure out could I? And I did a little story the other day of I had these damn little labels, right? So, I'm cleaning cars throughout the day and I bought a bunch of product, right? I didn't just buy a little case and a little bit of stuff. I bought a fucking garage full, right? So I went all in. And then when I was trying to come out with stuff on my own, I put these little damn labels on this fucking joke, man. (laughs) I still can't believe I got away with it. You know, like Mm -hmm. I still feel for my customers that they let me do it, you know, but I did whatever I could. I had an idea and I attempted to make it. And so i say, Hey, cool. If you got an idea that you want to flip some shit, go for it. Understand. That if you're going to try and do this for 20 years, 30 years, when you're going to look back and you're 65, was it worth it? Maybe. It's probably worth it to at least attempt. Will you fail? Probably. Most likely. It's going to be up to you whether or not you can push through. Can you take a product and sell it? I would definitely say don't try and sell it to your own customers. That doesn't seem right. Point. Why would you want to sell your customer a product that they can use on their own car if you're trying to sell them a service? So I would say create a whole different company then, right? I mean, I got into cell phone Me. stores. I got into lice removal Me business. So. I got all kinds of shit. If you can do it, do it in a separate entity. Don't try and take away. You're, you're pulling away from your business. And I, whenever I tried to add on, and I did it towards my business, I kept it in my business that was in the car care industry, right? If it was outside of the industry, then I put it in the outside, right? It was completely different. Create a whole new LLC, it's super easy. There's companies you can pay 300 bucks to and have it done by the next weekend, right? You know, and then create a whole separate marketing campaign, create a whole new Facebook page and and learn how to do the, you know, creating an ad and, and learn how to go, right? There's a whole lot into it more than just getting some products and trying to sell them to your customers
1: who to to replace you. Exactly. Yeah. See, Marty, you're you're giving the greatest piece of advice though. Will You
0: make it 20 years. If you keep trying to send people away from using your service, will you make it five years?
1: Exactly. And you said it right. I, I think you said it even better, which is it's a whole different business. And you're not trying to undercut your current business. You're taking it and saying, hey, I want to try this, but I'm going to go all in and I'm going to go try it, knowing that I got to go learn to sell on the internet. I got to go learn, go to car shows and try to sell it. But I'm not selling it to the guy who I'm servicing his wife and his car and maybe their third car. That's the confusing part to me. It doesn't matter that we own a chemical business. I'm not going to mislead detailers. I'm not going to do that. I just... I don't feel like you should be selling chemicals to your customers. You should be trying to take care of your customer, A, B, and C. Maintain, restore, protect. Do all three of those services on your customer and then see if they need your detail spray because they're not going to need it because I've covered all the bases there. And that's why we share this kind of stuff is I see guys going down a road and I understand it. Don't get me wrong. But if you want to be in the chemical business, It's as much work or if not more work than my detailing business. Online, we're dealing with a website issue. It's go sell it. I'm all for you, man. We'll we'll give you any piece of advice we can to help you there. Go sell chemicals. I'll, I'll be on your side. What I'm not on the side of is you handing one of your customers detail spray because they may go to Walmart and buy some detail spray. Why are they going to Walmart? Why are they buying detail spray at all? You are good at what you do, supposedly. So go take that business. Explain to them why they need to deal with you more. How you can make their life better. Marty, you said it. You're going in, go in, man. Go sell it. Go do your thing. But this, this, this replacing yourself that we're watching guys do and participate in. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I'm not the smartest man, but that's that's pretty strange behavior.
0: It seems overall that the niche of detailing would further move itself into almost an uh, obsolete niche, right? Like Relevant. irrelevant yeah, and irrelevant, except right. This would be the part where the multi-level brands would fucking like hold their hands up, and be like, we fucking won. The only cars being serviced in the detailing industry are the $4,000 ticket prices. And then we go, well, shit, what happened to all the other people in the industry? Where'd they go?
1: So you're dealing with the 1% of the 1%. Ah. And at the end of the day, look, man, this is just a general conversation. That's what today was about. We get all kinds of texts and emails and we have all kinds of executives of this company and that company. You have people on the community pub all the time. Look, man, these companies are actively telling you that they're Investing in different parts and doing different things, and I just don't know how many people pay attention. Detailers find ways for your customers to text you and involved with you more every day than they are today. If you don't do that, I think you're not learning from everyone else that's making millions and millions and millions and billions of dollars in our industry. They're they're in front of their customers every day. Going further away from that, I think is is what we're talking about here, and. Like I said, you want to be a chemical, you know, you want to be the next Barry Maguire. Hey man, I'm going to be on your side. That's really cool. It's not Barry Maguire didn't get rich selling his, his product to undercut his detailing business. He just sold it to customers and that he didn't know. And Hey, check this stuff out. And he went and built a company, right? He didn't undercut himself. And I think that's what we're getting at.
0: It's a great way of saying it, man. Nick, thanks as always for your time. Uh, and uh, I'm going to go finish off my, moscow mule speaking of moscow mule are you a moscow mule fan
1: i can have them yeah i I I can have
0: one every once in a while but
1: yeah i mean i'm uh, not having it every night but yeah yeah. i mean once in a while yeah uh
0: what is is it tonic gin or like a vodka tonic is that your go-to like uh
1: yeah i I like uh, vodka and ginger ale like that kind of you know i like i like stuff with ginger ale so like bourbon romaine you know it's like ginger ale and and bourbon you know anything with ginger ale i'm pretty i'm pretty good
0: you like them gingers huh (laughs) (laughs) all right man have a great night we'll see you next week
1: ira see you
0: Episode over. Leave us a review and we will see you on the Community Pub Wednesday nights at 730 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. That's the Community Pub, Wednesday nights, 730 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy.